challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. Hey, before I dive in today, I want to make sure that you are logging on to greatman.tv. Make sure that you are getting our digest that goes out free to men everywhere. Tremendous resources. I want to make sure that if you're a Bible reader, you're logging on to version, that you're getting the version app and reading the phenomenal Bible reading plan that accommodates uh, some of my books. Look for those, Men on Fire, uh, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men. You'll find some great stuff there. I want to make sure that you're downloading the books. I want to make sure that you're watching the videos, and I want to make sure that you're paying attention to what we've got going there, because on greatman.tv, we're going to be announcing some wonderful things in the next months. Good things happening. We want you to be part of it. And by the way, most of the stuff I'm talking about is free. I also want you to know, by the way, that I do a Stephen Mansfield podcast that's about current events. If you're into this podcast and you're being challenged to be a great man, you might also want to be challenged uh, to be a more effective leader, a more effective citizen, especially in the United States, but also in nations around the world. And so the Stephen Mansfield podcast is also there for you, free of charge. There's not even any advertising. Can you believe it? All right. I want to dive in today and talk to you men real straight. This is meant to be a coaching podcast. It's not meant to be, you know, just a consideration of a high and high and mighty things, things at 35,000 feet. I want to help you be better. I want to help you be good. And I want to talk to you about something and make a distinction between two kinds of experience that I see men having. I am concerned that men are spending a lot of their lives having what you might call secondary experiences. Now, a secondary experience is where you're experiencing some aspect of reality through a screen, certainly in movies, certainly in news reports, certainly in uh, secondhand reporting, certainly in YouTube videos. In other words, you're not out there actually in the field experiencing it. You are experiencing it secondhand. That can even be the case uh, when it comes to your friends telling you about things. You've never been hunting, but you've heard friends describe it. You've never been fishing, but you've heard friends describe it. You've never helped anybody uh, who was in a crisis, but you've heard friends describe it. Or you've watched it on YouTube. You understand what I'm saying. Secondary experiences. And it's a trend of our time anyway for men to have a lot of secondary experiences, but especially during this COVID-19 season, the pandemic, uh, especially with, you know, all the shutdowns and all of the, you know, stay home and watch it on TV kind of thing going on in our society. uh, Men are having even more secondary experiences. All their experience is secondary. Well, this podcast is about primary experiences. I want to urge you as men to have primary experiences. Secondary experiences are part of life and they're natural. You know, I hang out with some friends and one of the guys says, hey, I shot a whitetail the other day. Great. Or, hey, I found a new shampoo or whatever. You know, whatever he, he, my friends tell me, great. I, I don't have to experience everything that they, they do. You know, like I had some friends jump out of an airplane this past weekend. I couldn't be there. Well, I was thrilled to hear about their experience. I've jumped out of planes a lot, used to be certified, um, love that. But I'm not going to get certified again. I've told my wife I won't. I couldn't go with these guys because of schedule. So I'm delighted to hear it secondhand. No problem. That's not a big negative. The problem is when most of your experience in life of major things, especially, is secondhand. 
All of your experience of politics, all of your experience of helping people, all of your experience of the outdoors, uh, all of your experience of dynamic friendship is outdoors. And in Washington, D.C. here recently, of course, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away, and, and she, was, she was a good lady. And I didn't agree with her on everything, as I've often said, but uh, agreed with just about every ruling she did on the rights of women and certainly liked her character and learned some things about marriage from her, believe it or not. And so uh, people were grieving her as they should. And at the Supreme Court, uh, there were people laying flowers and sitting there. I hope you'll watch the YouTube videos of this, by the way. There is a secondary experience for you because you can't do it primarily because it's over. But people sat there and sang uh, Amazing Grace. Can you believe it? Sitting around the Supreme Court, on the steps of the Supreme Court, flowers and candles everywhere, and people were singing Amazing Grace. And I think they sang John Lennon's Imagine and things of that nature. Well, what was interesting was when people reported it later, I, I, I read a number of articles about this because even though I'm in Nashville right now, that's that's my city. Love it. Uh, love all the monuments. Love the things that happened there for the most part. And I was listening carefully to how people reported about their experience there. So there'd be people sitting there, uh, candles, flowers, crowds, people gathered, people in tears, people singing. And they would say, wow, it was, it was like, it was like history was right in front of me. It was like, it was like I was actually experiencing it. It was, it was actually happening in front of me. They kept saying that as, and I, I think I saw some reporters kind of look mystified. Well, like, yeah, it was in front of you. It was happening. It was, you know, it was experience. What we are perhaps understanding sometimes is that most people, these people sitting on the Capitol steps, for example, or I'm sorry, on the Supreme Court steps, for example, most of what they experience of the world, they experience through a TV screen or on a computer screen or a, a cell phone screen or, a, you know, a, a, a pad of some kind, an iPad or whatever. They're, they're watching it secondhand. They're hearing it secondhand. They're watching it on YouTube. They're having other people describe it. Now, that's bound to happen sometimes, as I say in the illustration of my, my friends who jumped out of a plane this past week. But my concern for men is that they're not having enough authentic experience. Authentic experience teaches you more than secondhand experience. Authentic experience changes you. It allows you to smell it, taste it, feel it, experience it. It allows you to be involved in it. It helps you develop emotional intelligence. It rewires your brain. Um, it, it, it teaches you social uh, connection skills. Um, it lives in the memory more vibrantly. We've proven time and again, brain scientists, scientists have proven time and again that what we absorb on screens is shallow. What we absorb in real life goes deep. I mean, I can, my grandmother's been dead for 20 years. I can remember the feel of her house, the smell of her house, the smell of her kitchen, the feel of her arms around me, the taste of her chocolate cake, um, uh, the smell of the backyard with that red Georgia clay. I can remember all of that because why? I, I didn't experience it by video. I experienced it live repeatedly. So it lives in me. It changes me. I draw on those memories sometimes when I write. Um, it, it, it lives in me. It helps me connect better. Um, you know, quite frankly, I learned how to hug <laughs> from my grandmother. Not that my parents didn't hug me, but there was something about her bear hug. My big old, you know, my grandmother was short, but she was full bodied and she would, she would hug me with a, with a, the hug of a pro wrestler. And it changed me. It embedded in my memory. It, it made me different. So I'm here to contend in this podcast with you or to urge strongly, not contend with you, but to urge strongly, start emphasizing in your life and make it a prime value in your life that you have authentic experiences. I, I mean, people literally today put fireplaces on television screens on a cold night. Well, 
you know, I don't care really what you do about fire in your home or fire in the backyard, but, but isn't it better to light up some logs in a, in an Asian style fire pit, in the backyard, something you can buy at a store for 50 bucks and steal a few logs from your buddy and, and light that thing up and pull some friends over. And pour something in a glass and maybe light up whatever it is you smoke, if you smoke. I don't, but, but if you smoke. And, and have authentic experience rather than turn on a fireplace on your TV screen, which, which, is, which is like, you know, having – it's like – I mean, I don't mean to be crass here, but, but that's, that's as authentic as watching porn thinking it's sex. So I want you to have authentic experience. I want you to stand in chilly waters and fish or – as I've done, climb a mountain, come down when your legs can barely work, sit out in icy waters and have your legs actually begin to work again. I want you to work out so hard in cold weather that your body is steaming and you feel alive and you're almost in tears for the beauty of it. I want you to stand on mountaintops. I want you to fire a gun just on a range. You don't have to be a gun nut. I'm not. I got, I got two guns in my whole life and I shoot them occasionally on ranges. I don't get to hunt very much these days. I, I want you to to run until your lungs burst. I want you to uh, push past your push-up numbers and and watch your muscles grow and have the primary experience. I want you to gather people in the backyard. You don't have to do super expensive trips to the far side of the world. I'm not asking you to, to climb the Himalayas. I'm asking you to have primary experience. I'm asking you uh, not to sit all evening and look staring at a screen. I'm asking you to, to do primary visceral things that have feelings and, yeah, might have a little bit of risk. Build things in your backyard that mean primary experience. You know, I know a guy who, who who wanted to deepen with his wife, and one of the things she most wanted was a pergola in the backyard, just an elegant little Victorian-looking thing where they could sit out there in the evenings and talk. And I think it had a swing in it for her or for the two of them. And it changed their marriage. Why? Because they're not sitting down watching reruns of The Closer at night. Instead, they're in their backyard on a cool evening. They've told the kids, go to bed and put the, tuck the kids in bed and kiss their little pointed heads. And now they're sipping a sherry on the back porch, or not the back porch, but on this pergola. And it's the, they can see the, the stars and they're swinging back and forth and they're holding hands and romance is going to follow. And it changed their marriage. Why? Because they built a space for primary experience between the two of them. Unlike just primary space being the kitchen, putting the kids to bed, bathing them, et cetera, beforehand, and then, you know, falling down in bed exhausted where they could watch reruns of West Wing or something. Primary experience, primary touch, firsthand experience. And men, we need to have this. We need to have visceral primary experience. You need to come in at the end of a Saturday having done something, once the house chores are done, of course, having done something primary and manly and visceral, something that you can talk about, something that's got illustrations to it, something that's that's real and primary and that you're, st- you're still lit up about. I want you to have experiences where you get in late at night, you hug your wife, you smell terrible, you shower up, but you're too lit up to go to bed. You lay, You sit up all night or most of the night reveling in the glory of what you've just done. I repelled off a mountain. I canoed down a shooting stream. I whatever. And it doesn't have to be sports. I don't, as I said in my last podcast, I'm not saying it has to be, you know, something, something about sports or about muscle or about the wild. There are other ways to do this. And you know what I'm talking about. Have primary experiences of human beings, of, of literature, you know, one of the things I do that means a lot to me, it's going to sound kind of academic to you guys. I'm a, I'm a big reader. I am reading constantly. And what I have always done is make myself get a, take a book, 
go sit somewhere outside in a public place under a tree on a campus or something like that and read. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm coming back to that, having let it go for a long time because I traveled so much and, and was reading on an iPad. I take a paper book, I sit under a tree, and I read while I'm munching a hamburger or something. I sit on a, pen, on a bench in Hyde Park. I, I sit on a, on a bench at uh, Sami Abdul Rahman Park in Erbil, Iraq. I get to go there. I understand not everybody does, but I'm just saying uh, that's what I do. I make it primary. Yeah, I work out. Yeah, I walk. Yeah, I eat. Uh, yeah, I like to mess around with my friends. But sometimes I just have a deep experience outside, primary, paper, trees, birds, bugs, people waving hello, and me eating something on the ground, brushing the ants away on the grass off my hamburger. You know, live, real. Okay, I've made my point. I'm not mad at you. I just want us to have primary experiences. It will change us. It will set us up for other primary experiences. It changes your body. It changes your brain wiring. Uh, It changes your social uh, skills. It changes your psyche. Uh, It makes your senses more acute. So you smell, taste, hear, et cetera, see better at other times. And it it deepens your enjoyment of life. I know I'm asking for this at a strange time. We're all still locked down and coming out of a pandemic and what have you, but you know this can be done. You know this can be done, and you need to find your own version of it. So scan your life for secondary experiences. Some you got to have. I understand that. I don't stop my friends when they try to tell me about their fishing trip. I just ain't going. But I do try to build as much primary experience into my life as possible. I want you to do the same because this is one of the arts of great manhood. To join the Great Man Movement or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's three essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, Building Your Band of Brothers, and Men on Fire, as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.